Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And Steve Zotke, welcome back to the Final Inspection Show at Road America, where we have a full weekend of activities, and I know a lot of the fans and listeners have been eager to get back to watching races as of course, local speedways like Slinger and Wilmont, of course, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway has opened up over the last few weeks. And uh, Road America also, they've had the June sprints here and some moto racing, motorcycle racing was in here a couple weeks ago. But the big weekend is this weekend, the NTT IndyCar Series is back. And along with that, the, a really cool component of that weekend or this weekend, I should say, is the Vintage IndyCars. And joining me on the show is Mike Lashman from the Vintage IndyCar Regi- Vintage Indy Registry. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. And you can just say Vintage Indy. How's that? That works out. Keep it simple. And uh, nice, very nice turnout of, of cars. That's going to be out here all weekend. And uh, how many cars do we have this weekend? Uh, there's 23 here, I believe. 23 vintage Indy cars ranging from the 1930s up to a 2005 Paynos. And what's nice about that is, you know, especially for the fans that have been coming out here for many years, there's, a, there's actually some cars that raced out here, uh, whether it's the, um, we're looking at an 86 March C, the Emerson Fittipaldi, and that's, that's real, uh, that brings back a lot of memories for me because, uh, some of the fans may remember that, uh, the, the rain out, we had a double rain out uh, that weekend, and they came back a few weeks later. It was wet again, and I mentioned this before in the show. One of the richest IndyCar cart memories I have is on that first lap, them cresting over the hill, coming into turn five at Emerson Fittipaldi in that march with the biggest rooster tail I had ever seen. And him and Mario Andretti just put on a clinic of driving in the rain that weekend. Miserable conditions i mean you can't get wetter than wet but it was wonderful <laughs> so yeah. just a lot of neat cars out here ej uh, foy copenhagen lola we have uh, a cool genesee pc7 chevy that ran out That's here when car returned here. that these are the cars that have raced here we have some indie roadsters which didn't but a lot of fans of the milwaukee mile course and indy will see those cars out here too so there's just something for uh, everybody here isn't there mike yeah, this is just a great collection of cars for all the Wisconsin fans up here, and uh, including the STP Turbine car, the pole-winning 68 Lotus 56 that was driven by Joe Leonard and 72 Olsenite Eagle of Bobby Unser's. We actually have four uh, Dan Gurney All-American Racers Eagles here, and uh, just really a splendid collection of cars. We're thrilled to be here. The weather's beautiful. Huge uh, turnout of fans in our paddock, and... Uh, 
Just want to thank all the great folks, George Brugenthies and Mike at Road America for inviting us, and Jay Fry from IndyCar, and of course, Mr. Roger Penske. You bet. And uh, this is a, quite a neat organization that you have, too, as you and Ron Nelson started it a few years ago. And Ron has stepped aside for some health issues, and you're, you're kind of char- leading the charge. But kind of explain uh, briefly how the organization came about. And it's more just than IndyCar is showing up uh, at a race weekend, correct? Right. It's We do a lot of different act- social activities, host barbecues, and oh, just a little bit of everything, and really try to engage with the fans. But the way it started, uh, my background being an IndyCar mechanic from back in the 70s and remaining a fan and, you know, someone interested in IndyCar racing, uh, I got invited out to Dan Gurney's shop, which I hadn't been to in California for years, about four years ago in 2016, and uh, Philippe Delispinay was bringing the 72 Olsenite Eagle back to Indianapolis for the 100th running in the historic uh, vintage meet there and asked if I'd come along and help crew. So... It really opened my eyes up to the vintage thing, and uh, at the time, Gary Monshine was doing Classic Racing Times events, and uh, went to a couple of his events and became friends with him, and I said to Gary, gee, somebody needs to start a registry for all these vintage Indy cars that are out there, because uh, by then, I had calculated there were a lot, and there are a lot, and Gary said, I'm too busy, why don't you do it? So. I got the registry going, and Ron Nelson from Cedarburg, Wisconsin, uh, said, would you like a partner? And I said, sure, come on and help me. And we thought we'd just start an online, you know, a registry and a website. Well, one thing led to another, and it morphed into a track event down at Gateway with IndyCar three years ago. And, you know, we're off and running. We've been to the Milwaukee Mile and Gateway, and now here at Road America. And there's a lot of great things on the horizon. And that's kind of the whole backstory on Vintage Indy. And what's neat is the website, too, If uh, has a not li- lot of neat documentation on some of the cars, too, if they want to look up or they had a question. I wonder if this car is still around and uh, you have a neat kind of like a photo base and, and what's history of the cars, too. Yeah, we've got over 162 members in the registry, and anybody can join the registry uh, on our website. It's vintageindyregistry.com. Uh, right now we've got 80 cars on there. They're by years. Uh, from the 1930s up through uh, the year 2000. Uh, But actually, there's about 200 cars now in the registry. But uh, I redid the website a couple of months ago, and I've only got 80 cars up there so far. But that's a lot of cars, and it's just chock full of pictures. And uh, there's a place on our homepage where you can reach out to us with a question, and I get a lot of questions about the cars. I try to answer all those emails and... uh, try to really engage with the fans because we know the fans love these older cars. Steve Zotke on the final inspection show at Road America this weekend for the Indy Cars talking to Mike Lashman from Vintage Indy and certainly you know with these cars with some of these older cars they would uh, they'd be built let's say a Roadster maybe built in 1959 but that car may have raced for years on the circuit. That's correct you know uh, a lot of the Watson Roadsters had pretty long lives you know uh, roughly from say the late 50s up through 65 66 and then a lot of them got sold off and modified heavily and turned into pavement super modifieds and you know these cars have been found in all sorts of con- different conditions and uh restored back meticulously to the way they were originally and uh many of these cars are just simply works of art and very valuable cars they range in you know value from 250,000 to way north of a million so 
we got a couple cars here this weekend that are north of a million five. So, you know, these cars are really historic. They're iconic cars, and they're just beautifully maintained. Yeah, there's a one one example of a car that ran for many years. Is that we have an Eagle that uh, was built by Dan Gurney's uh, facilities on Santa Ana, California. It was built in what '72, and that car ran for like seven years and went through multiple modifications as the the some of the lesser teams didn't necessarily have the money to buy a new car, but they would certainly modify their cars and do what they can to make it more competitive. Uh, yes, that would be the car owned by Mick Anderson from Menominee, Wisconsin, and that's the Sport Eagle number 92, and that was actually Lloyd Ruby's car in 1973, Commander Motorhomes car, Turbo Waffy car, Mike Devon was the crew chief, and at the California 500 that year, someone blew a motor in front of him and the crankshaft broke, and uh, Lloyd actually couldn't avoid running over part of the crankshaft, and it damaged the tub severely. And uh, the car was basically destroyed, and uh, Commander Motorhomes went on to acquire another new Eagle to replace it. But the tub sat around for two, three years damaged. Mike Devon, the chief mechanic, kept it. And Bill Finley, another really famous IndyCar mechanic who was a low-budget team uh, chief mechanic, ended up with that tub and completely reconfigured that Eagle. And it came back to uh, make, I think, Steve, two 500s with John Mailer after that. And that car's here today, and it's just a you know an example of the ingenuity and the perseverance that you know IndyCar mechanics had back in that period of time. And what's nice about these vintage Indy events is it's it's a low key gathering, and the owners are more than happy to to answer any questions fans may have. Yeah, the fan, the the owners and the drivers. A lot of the owners are the drivers. Some aren't, but uh, even the mechanics here, they just love the engagement with the fans. They love answering questions and. They love to, you know, see people looking at their cars and admiring the cars. And speaking of mechanics, I mean, there's a lot of really famous IndyCar mechanics along with these cars this weekend. These are former mechanics like Rick Duman. His father was Ronnie Duman. A lot of uh, people that have gone to the Milwaukee Mile years ago will remember his dad and his father lost his life at the Milwaukee Mile in uh, June of 68. And then we've got Don Hovel, who worked for Paul Newman and Carl Haas at Newman Haas for 22 years. And just, there's just people like that throughout the paddock with a lot of knowledge, and they love engaging with the fans and answering their questions and whatnot. Yeah, certainly a lot of history, and uh, for those coming up maybe later today or tomorrow, uh, we have races both days today and tomorrow at, the, at Road America. Uh, we're located just inside of Turn 14, pretty much a pit exit or a pit entrance, I should say, as they're going up the hill. It's a covered area, too. Um, and, and what's nice, you, you can look at the cars and, and be, be in the shade and stay cool. Yeah, we're in the uh, Lester carport. That's our garage area inside the north paddock. And uh, you don't need a pit pass to come down in our vintage Indy paddock. Indy cars paddock this weekend is a closed paddock. Ours is open, and uh, you don't need any special set of credentials to come down in here and look at the cars and the displays. The Mini Challenge has a display here this weekend with us, and as does... Uh, 715 Motor Works out of Wisconsin, and uh, they brought a couple of examples of the two-seater Troy Indy Special Street Roadster that they're building now, and uh, there's just a lot to see, and we welcome fans to come down and, you know, just take it all in. 
And so and those on the way up, uh, stopping in, you know, if you if you have like a, a campground set up, like in turn three or something, you, you can drive your car down here. There's ample parking, and it's a short walk if if you, if you can't get that close. But come on down, take a look, and uh, just an enjoyable weekend. It's a nice little a little extra taste this weekend with when you're watching the Indy cars on track. That's correct, and uh, one of our major sponsors, I have to mention our sponsor, Steve, uh, is Haggerty Insurance. Yes. And uh, hopefully all of you know Haggerty or have your you know, specialty car, collector car insured with Haggerty. And come down to our paddock, and we have a Haggerty, Haggerty table set up. You can pick up a free Haggerty swag bag. Anybody can get one. We've got sunglasses, earplugs, uh, you name it. And come by and grab some swag and say hi and... Uh, I also want to shout out to uh, Omo Legato Watches out of the UK. They're a new sponsor of ours, and we'll be giving out the Omo Legato Award this weekend. And, of course, Bell Helmets, and we'll give out the Bell Helmet Award to one of the lucky drivers here tomorrow. Excellent. Looking forward to it. And come on out and see the not only the NTT IndyCar Series at Road America, but also the Vintage Indy uh, set up here inside Turn 14 at Road America. And uh, we'll be back after this. You're listening to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway and David Hobbs Honda. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 